Hallelujah praise the Lord it's a joy to once again come before the holy scriptures and meditate upon the word of God as we know we are living in times when across the world many people are struggling in their aspects of faith and the troubles and the problems in the world are currently increasing the evil in the world is spreading like a cancer and to be honest we have never been so grossly evil immoral or apostate as we are today even the church has never been so lukewarm and apostate as we are now and yet the truth is we have never been as close as this to the coming of the lord in the midst of this challenge that we are going through let us remember the principle that god offers us where the sin is more grace abounds even more today i want to look at a beautiful portion of the new testament which i find to be god's perfect instructions for those saints of god who want to remain strong in the midst of this evil age for those who want to resist the spirit of this age for those who want to be found in christ on the day of his coming and the lord is soon coming for his church and it is our responsibility and privilege to make sure that we are found in him on that day turn with me now to the book of jude which is the second last book of the bible if the position of the letter of jude is any indication it would appear that it is the most relevant book for the people of god who are near to the coming of jesus even if you look at the contents of the book we find that it talks about the growth of false teachers the characteristics of false teachers and warnings to the church to avoid such people and a very strong call to the church to persevere as the day of the lord continues to approach us let us read jude chapter 20 uh, jude chapter 1 verses 20 to 25 and let us keep referring to it in the bible as we look at these verses i want to focus on jude 20 to 25 in these verses the lord talks to us through the mouth of jude about three things to focus on in the end times firstly in jude verses 20 to 21 the word of god talks about our ministry to ourselves how do we take care of ourselves and similarly in jude verse 22 to 23 we see the attitude that we need to have to others who are in need and similarly in verse 24 and 25 we see god's promise that he has given to the diligent saint of god So let us once again go to Jude chapter 1 verse 20 and 21 and let's read that together. But you beloved building yourself up in the most holy faith and praying in the holy spirit keep yourselves in the love of God waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. If you listen to the safety instructions that are given in the aeroplanes they say in the event of an emergency please make sure that your life jacket is secure before you help others who are in need and bible follows the very same principle first prioritizing the individual salvation before we go about helping others these two verses are the most important ones in this portion of the scripture and i will be spending a lot of time on that what is our ministry to ourselves and how does god expect us to take care of ourselves in this present evil age in these verses the bible says you beloved you child of god who wants to be found blameless at the appearance of the lord pay attention to the verses below and the two verses go about saying four things number 1 it says keep yourself in the love of god 
number 2 build yourself in the most holy faith number 3 pray in the holy spirit and number 4 wait for the coming of the lord jesus christ let us look at each one of these individually so that we can understand the meaning of this text if you see verse 20 there the word of god, verse 21 the word of god says there keep yourselves in the love of god it means to remain in the love of god remain in a sweet relation with god don't be like the church at ephesus which gave up the first love but rather hold on to that love as something precious and tangible in your life the love that god has for us that christ has for us is compared to that of a husband and wife in ephesians chapter 5 and in john chapter 14 verses 21 to 24 and john chapter 15 verses 10 the word of god connects the aspect of remaining in love to god or remaining in the love of god to the obedience to his commandments you can't separate the two john chapter 15 verse 10 says if you keep my commandments you will abide in my love just as i have kept my father's commandments and i abide in his love jesus says you can't separate the two you can't claim to be in love with god and claim and live a life which is divorced from his commandments the two go hand in hand this is the main part of the sentence if you see this is like the trunk of the portion of the word of god and the other things that the word of god says in this section like building yourself in the most holy faith praying in the holy spirit and waiting for the coming of the lord are things like the branches which we need to continue doing whilst ensuring that we keep ourselves in the love of god this is the most important commandment or portion in this particular portion of the scripture but what do the other portions say while the first instruction to the saint of god is to make sure that we keep ourselves in the love of god the word of god says while doing that make sure that you are building yourself in the most holy faith the foundation of the christian life is the most holy faith which we have received as the word of god jude chapter 3 uh, chapter 1 verse 3 says the faith that we have received for was once and for all delivered unto the saints of god and it talks really about the word of god which we hold in our hands today romans chapter 10 verse 17 says so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god the word of god is essential to the believer to have a steady growth and a strong building up of the spiritual households it includes the reading of the bible devotionally and prayerfully to know the mind of god but it also talks about studying the word of god diligently and regularly and carefully to know well what it teaches and to make careful application in our life to make sure that we conform to what the lord says it is a growth journey that the lord is telling us it's not something that is going to happen overnight it needs nurture careful nurture has to be done and the word of god tells us that this is a constant exercise that we have to do until that day when we are actually with the lord the other portion of scripture in verse 20 and 21 says we have to continue praying in the holy spirit if the word of god is a lamp and a light for the christian life the power for the christian life comes from the prayer life that we have with the lord praying in the holy spirit refers to the action of praying by the leading of the holy spirit whether it be in understandable words or whether it be in other tongues and as many saints of god have said prayer is not getting man's will done in heaven or certified by heaven 
prayer is making sure that we are getting God's will done here on this earth. And praying in the Holy Spirit means the Spirit of God joins with us as we pray, as it says in, Rome, uh, says in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 28, where the Word of God says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our infirmities. In our weakness, the Holy Spirit helps us and teaches us to pray as we ought to pray. And the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. We need to understand that because Holy Spirit knows the mind of God, He directs our prayer. While we pray in the Holy Spirit, we become strengthened in our inner man. And lastly, in these two verses, John, uh, Jude chapter 1, verse 20 and 21, the word of God reminds us to wait for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ, which leads to eternal life. The word of God reminds us to keep waiting, to keep watching, to earnestly expect and wait for the Lord. In the other sections of these two verses, Jude 20 and 21, we see about faith, we see about prayer, we see about love. Finally, we come to the waiting in the hope of the coming of the Lord. The believer's eyes are expected to be lifted up heavenward. And as it says in Titus chapter 2 verse 13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearance of our great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. We are called to wait for the coming of the Lord. And believe me, my dear friends, as we wait upon him, we need to realize that his coming is very, very near to us today. All the prophecies that point towards the coming of the Lord have been fulfilled. It is just a matter of time before the Lord comes here in glory and he takes his church away unto himself. As the words of this old song goes, it is the hope of yonder kingdom and the glory that's prepared there and looking for the Savior to appear that delivers us from bondage to the world that once ensnared us for the coming of the kingdom draweth near. Let us keep waiting for that coming of the kingdom. Let us keep waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ to come and take us unto himself. If these two verses talk about our attitude to securing our hope in Christ, the next two verses talk about our attitude to others who are in need. And if you turn to Jude chapter 1 verse 22 and 23, we will read this. And have mercy on those who doubt, save others by snatching them out of the fire, to show to others show mercy with fear, hating even the garment that is stained by the flesh. If the first two verses talk about keeping ourselves safe and secure unto the coming of the Lord, the next two verses talk about the need that others have for the Savior and the gospel message. The believer is expected to have the discernment to understand what kind of a person he is dealing with who is in need and appropriately design or decide our approach towards that. And three types of people are seen in these two verses. Verse 22 says, There are the doubters. On those doubters have mercy. These are probably the people who know the Lord, but they are not steady in their faith. And the word of God says, Be merciful to them, be patient and be loving to them, because it is a, it is a process to establish them in their faith. It is a process that demands love and patience from our side. Number two, we see, the burners, these are the people who are hellbound, meaning they are sure to suffer the eternal consequences of their sin unless you have compassion on them and snatch them out of hellfire. How do we do that? By offering them 
the gracious gospel of our lord jesus christ which if they respond to can save their souls and they need not perish in the fire that is away from god but rather they can be in the presence of god the third category that we see here are the contagious ones to others show mercy with fear hating even the garment that is stained by flesh or even the garment that is infected by their sins of the flesh these are people who are so defiled by sin that you got to be merciful to them but in doing so make sure that you are doing it fearfully and carefully just as a nurse or a doctor is handling a contagious person lest you should also be infected by their sin and therefore be defiled be careful in dealing with such people this is what the lord calls us to have as our attitudes to others who are in need in verses 22 and 23 and we come to the last portion of this blessed letter and jude 24 and 25 are powerful promises of our god to the diligent saint of god thirdly that is what we come to jude 24 to 25 and the word of god says now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only god our savior through jesus christ our lord be glory majesty dominion and authority before all time now and forever amen the word reminds us he alone is able to guard us but we must keep ourselves in the love of god as it says in jude 21 meaning he is able if we are willing to be saved are we willing to be saved do we earnestly desire the salvation of our lord the lord is able to keep us what is jesus able to do it talks about two things that the lord is able to do number 1 verse 24 says he is able to keep us from stumbling on the journey of life there are many rocks and stones on our life way there are many people there are doctrines there are life conditions but the precious promise of god says he is able to keep you from stumbling and losing it number 2 the word of god says he is able to present us blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy now i want you to imagine this dear friends jesus is seated on the throne of god in great glory in front of the great assembly of heaven and he is presenting us blameless perfect complete in his presence before the grand assembly of heaven he says he is able to do that and great will be our joy and great will be his joy when he does that and now let us ask ourselves this question who are we that the lord should so bountifully deal with us and promise us this the rest that i am the fact is he is able to present me before himself blameless with great joy to such a loving god we join along with jude and we say as it says in jude 25 to the only god our savior through jesus christ our lord be glory majesty dominion and authority before time and now and forevermore amen dearly beloved take care of yourself keep yourself in the love of god rescue others who are in need trust his promises to save you and present you blameless such a person who does this shall not be moved or shaken by the tide of evil and apostasy that is there in this world and we shall finally on that day be with our lord and savior jesus christ may the lord bless you all through the meditation of these hopeful scriptures